my life began to change. And then I, be, I just began to share with everybody the, the love of Jesus. And I just showed up and, mm, and wow. uh, wherever. And I just had this deep love, concern mm-hmm. for especially my family because they were so sure, lost. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And began to pray with them, mm. pray for them. And one by one, every single one, including my, my dad, who had obviously the biggest issue with anger, came yeah. to Christ as well. So, really? Uh, oh, yeah, wow. All, of them, all 10 of us got saved. And, and it, it started yeah, with it you? It pretty much started with me, yeah. Welcome to the Ask About My Faith podcast, where our hope is to inspire everyday faith conversations. I'm Abby, and you're going to hear a new voice on the podcast today. Dan Smith is joining me. He is filling in for Jess while she is on maternity leave. I just want to apologize in advance. (laughs) You know, Jess is much better looking, sounds much better than me. Thank God this is only audio. She is my wife, so I have to say that. But I'm just excited. Uh, You guys... Michael is an absolutely amazing person. Today, we're sharing a conversation we had with Michael Bushel. He's an entrepreneur, a builder, and a passionate follower of Christ. Michael and his wife own and operate a wedding venue and an incredible treehouse Airbnb that you'll hear more about in part two of our interview. Have you ever seen someone act so out of character that you thought, there is no way this is real? Well, as a young adult, God miraculously healed Michael from deep-seated generational anger and rage. His transformation was so jarring that his brother was completely shocked. You'll love what he asked Michael. In part one of this interview, you're going to hear how Michael's life was transformed by the power of prayer and how he shares the love of God in some of the most inconvenient interactions, spam calls. Let's jump in. Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. It's uh, my pleasure. Thank you for uh, allowing me to be here. Yes, absolutely. Well, we would love our listeners to get to know you a little bit. Can you share how you uh, came to know the Lord, your faith story? Oh, boy. It goes back uh, to uh, March 19th, 1975. So it's been mm. uh, a long journey with with, uh, with the Lord. And uh, I grew up in a very strict Roman Catholic background mm-hmm. uh, we actually had to say the rosary every day my dad was a he was actually a prisoner of war in uh, world war ii wow wow uh that has a, a, mm-hmm. a large bearing on how i was raised and how all of us mm-hmm. children were raised i was number five of eight uh children wow. and uh excuse me my um my father had a very um a, for, for all uh, all practical purposes, he had a lot of anger, uh, anger because he mm-hmm. was in a POW camp. He was tortured in 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 Japan. He was in, in Japanese war, wow. war camp, and he was mm-hmm. taken, and then he was spent forty two months, three and a half years in prison oh of war. And so he had a lot of anger and a lot of rage. And mm-hmm. uh, just like any generational curses that um, are brought down through the, through the kingdom of darkness, um, all of us kids had mm-hmm. an anger issue. So I had, I don't know, I caught the anger issue probably worse than any of the other kids. But so God 
actually mm. took me aside and and was going to use uh, me as an example of his his love and grace and mercy. And so I got radically saved um, through a prayer that there was a girl I was dating at the time uh, back in 1973. And, uh, mm. and uh, that her parents happened to be very staunch um, Christians, and they began to pray for my salvation. And, that, and then I married that, that gal. But in, uh, in my anger and rage and hatred for everything and everyone, uh, um, mm. God found a way into my, my spirit. And uh, mm. he spoke to me one night um, on March 19, 1975. And I just re- remember that uh, I just surrendered my life to him. Uh, it was it was. It wasn't like somebody led me to the Lord, but it was a lot of prayer behind it. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously, uh, salvation doesn't come to anyone except through prayer, and and the move the move of God and how God moves mm-hmm. and moves through His children who pray begin to pray for um, things, and that and that's the reason mm-hmm. I'm I'm mostly in a prayer type ministry evangelist of uh, a prayer evangelist. But anyway. Through that, mm-hmm. and the, I, I can remember waking up uh, that morning, and uh, everything was different. I walked outside. I actually heard a sound I've never heard before, and that was birds singing. I've never, because I was so full of rage and anger and hatred, I just didn't really wow. have that capability of hearing God's um, beauty, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you're so steeped in darkness and, yeah. Enveloped yeah. in that darkness, you can't really hear uh, what the mm-hmm. light brings, you know. Uh, but then I, I so you were my just eyes like... open, and I began, and all of a sudden, I heard this these birds singing, and I just kind of didn't yeah. know what to do with it. <laughs> and so, but my <laughs> wow. life changed from that moment. I mean, that very moment, all the rage, all the anger, all the hatred was all replaced by light and love and and um, peace. Mm. And so my all my brothers and siblings were like wondering what in the world happened. Uh, and my brother was even <laughs> asking me what kind of drug I was taking because he, he wanted some of that, you know. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I, so, Michael. Yeah, go ahead. So that's what happened. So you had, yeah, so you had a, a, a hard upbringing. Yeah. And you had, what sounds like you had a lot of anger. And so can you just tell us from... You had you had said a prayer. Can you tell us kind of from yeah. there um, what happened? Yeah, I my uh, my wife at that time, her, her parents were praying for me, and so God actually mm-hmm. showed wow. up. Yeah, and it was one one evening, one night. I was laying in bed next next to my wife, and and then he he was just he just spoke into my spirit, and uh, mm. I just knew it was him because it, it was it was a gentle, sweet, mm-hmm. soft. You know, uh, t- time time to surrender, uh, kind of a wow. voice, and so I just surrendered. I just surrendered, and I just wow. Uh, I just it was more like yeah, okay. You know, was, my prayer was oh, oh, okay. God is so yeah. gracious to yeah, so to just like take that from you. It seems like that was a pretty full one eighty. I I love what you said too that your brother asked what kind of drugs that you were taking. I imagine <laughs> you got to share a little bit about your faith encounter with your your brother at that point, yeah, right? I, well, I really had no idea what happened. All I know is that something changed. 
and everybody else sure. saw the change in my life. I mean, the, the actual, noticed, yeah. because I never, uh, and then there's these, when you have a rage or anger uh, issue, um, there are buttons mm. or switches that, that set mm-hmm. it off. And they knew what those switches were. My brothers and sisters knew that. So they started sure, yeah. testing me up with those, you know. And it was like, uh, yeah, well, hey, what are you doing, man? You know, it's like, yeah. Well, that's what we're supposed to do as siblings, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah, so, so they didn't know. They was just really suspect of what was going on. They had no idea what, what happened. They just knew that something happened. Mm-hmm. But then but then I began to uh, have this hunger, this deep hunger mm. for God's word. And, and, and so I began to read, and I just couldn't. I mean, every, I, I, I mean, I just, every, I was in the, I was in the Bible every single moment I could possibly be in the Bible. Mm. And, wow. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. then, and I was just being soaked with God's word, you know, the washing of the words, you know, I was just washing over me and, and changing me at the, at the same time, you know, and it's not by right, works of righteousness, which we have done, but, but according to his mercy, he saves us by washing of regeneration and renewing of his spirit to mm-hmm. our spirit. Right. And in that renewal that my life began to change. And then I be, I just began to share with everybody the the love of Jesus. And I just showed up and, mm. and wow. uh, wherever. And I just had this deep love, concern mm-hmm. for especially my family because they were so sure, lost. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And began to pray with them, mm. pray for them. And one by one, every single one, including my, my dad, who had obviously the biggest issue with anger, came yeah. to Christ as well. So, Really? Uh, oh, yeah, wow. All, of them, so all 10 of us got saved. And and it, it started yeah, with it you? It pretty much started with me, yeah. Okay. It, Praise yeah, the Lord. It was, um, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> I was the catalyst <sighs> that God used to... To wow. bring them, all of them. And then I had two younger sisters, and both of them came to Christ. And my youngest sister, Mary, she's mm-hmm. actually a, a pastor now. She's a pastor okay. and married to another a, a pastor in Colorado. They have a marketplace ministry there mm-hmm. in, oh, in cool. Denver area. Yeah, they do marketplace ministry. Yeah. That's got to be so encouraging, especially for anyone listening whose family uh, hasn't experienced the love of God. And yeah, it's so beautiful to know that it right. started with you and it can happen for anyone listening yeah. too. They can be the catalyst. And what a beautiful story Yeah, where you have this rage, uh, you know, you're using the word rage. Yeah. So it's, this isn't it. You're upset, right? You yeah. have this rage and God saves yeah. you through the prayers mm-hmm. of your wife's parents. Yeah. And then God's using you as a catalyst, mm-hmm. like you said. Uh, he had to pick you because you were had the most rage, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and now your family is saved yeah. and ministering to the world. Yeah, that's it's a, beautiful. It's a great story. I mean, you have this amazing story of God taking you from rage, right, to this loving person that you are, and so now you've started some businesses. And how do you take that going forward into those businesses? One time, I, I owned a printing company. Uh, mm-hmm. I owned a cabinet cabinet shop. I was a cabinet maker, and uh, now we have a wedding business. And so, mm-hmm. and then we do also Airbnb um, uh, rentals and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to hear some stories of you getting to share your faith within the context of your businesses. Yeah, well, 
yeah, well, God, he brings, you know, that I pray every morning, God, Jesus' prayer, right? God, mm -hmm. okay, hey, Dad, what are you doing? And uh, in the hearts, and minds, and souls. So every day, um, because of the business, or even not even of the business, mm -hmm. I will get a phone call or get something. And then what happens is I ask every single person who will allow me to, if I could pray with them, Mm. Uh, and uh, say a little prayer for them, a little blessing over their day, and or or something on that order, where it's mm -hmm. to, just to bring God in into the into the mix because He yeah. gave us the business, and we want to glorify Him in the business. Mm -hmm. And so, every person who comes to um, Hope Glen Farm to tour, we pray with we pray with those couples. It doesn't matter who they are, where they come from, what background they're in. Um, we uh, ask them if it's okay. We say a little blessing, a little prayer over their lives. And mm. as with, with that, God takes that, and that is a seed that yeah. actually is planted within their spirit. Because once they Definitely. give you permission, it's now, now it's an open door of access to that mm. heart that the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit can now have access because they, they've... Because yeah. God only will allow His Spirit mm -hmm. to move on with permission and with your free will of accepting. Well, and we, even being in the wedding industry, it's such a stressful time for a lot mm -hmm. of young couples. Can you share yeah. a story of when you got to pray with someone and you know that it made it made an impact? Oh yeah, I love that. Well, I, yeah, of course, I have lots of those. Uh, okay, there's this one couple that came, um, and uh, one, and and uh, it was John and uh, Gabby, and um, they came to tour. And uh, John, really rough, rough character. And mm -hmm. um, so, at, yeah, at the end, like we always say, hey, you mind if we just say a little, a little prayer for you guys, a little blessing? And John goes, absolutely not. Um, and Gabby goes, <laughs> okay, no. He's going to pray for us. We're going to pray. He's going to let, <laughs> That's going to awesome. <laughs> so I prayed for John. I prayed for John and Gabby, and I prayed with them. And then they they uh, they booked they booked the venue. So, mm. but in the in the process of that, John got into some pretty heavy duty trouble. Because, well, he, you know, he was he mm. was a. Um, on parole and things like that. And like I said, he was a pretty rough character. He was a biker, so I, mm. I, I connected pretty well with him. <laughs> um, so one, one day, uh, John, um, he, comes he's, he comes over to the venue, just, just showed up, didn't even call or anything. Mm. He pulls in, he says, yeah, hey, uh, hey man, uh, yeah, you know, because – because they're booked the wedding here, right? So mm -hmm. what happened was, he said, I'm in a lot of trouble right now. I um, I got in a fight, and I got arrested, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the wedding now or anything oh, wow. like that. And, I, wow. and then I, I really felt that this was a time where God was, was using me to um, lead John into the, into the kingdom. So what happened is I, mm -hmm. I led him to the Lord that that day i says wow uh, god is your only answer right now yeah. i mean um this, let's just put it before the lord but but then so I, I shared the plan of salvation to him and so he mm. he said well i've never heard anything like this before but uh hey let's you know let's do it and so i got to get to know him really well and he actually was working um 
and was and I was building the treehouse at the time, and he uh, was learning how to be a, be an electrician. Well, I need like you know I need an electrician, so I I hired mm-hmm. him, and so he came over to uh, do electrical work in the treehouse and things. Then we got to know each other. Then I began to disciple him. I got to meet with him once a week, and then I gave him a Bible, and uh, and then I started. Um, um, uh, you know, tutoring him and and um, mm. discipling him and into yeah. the word, and then, he, and then he said, "Hey, could you? Could, we don't have an officiant. Could you marry us? You know." Mm. I said, yeah, what an sure. honor! Yeah, so mm. I said, "Yeah, absolutely." So I got to marry John and and uh, Abby, and um, so that was that's one story of of what mm. transpired. But that's one of yeah. many many stories that happened. Wow. Yeah, so it's it, it's just a continual thing that the Lord uses in mm-hmm. in our walk, and it, I'm I'm yeah. no great evangelist person. I just a normal everyday. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I just say a nice little prayer for you? Type of person. Yeah. No, I don't. Um, well, and that's who's listening to this podcast. You know, we're just regular people trying to do do our best and bring God glory. And, and it's, um, yeah, such a, such a cool way that you're able to incorporate the Lord into your business and a good tip, I think for our listeners, but just asking if we can pray for your customer, potential client, your, those types of yeah, those relationships relationships. you get to that God introduces you to, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I try to find any relationship I'm in, if I have an opportunity, let's just ask them Mm -hmm. whether it's through a, a Burger King window yeah. or it's a wedding venue. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, obviously um, um, being a business, we get a lot of telemarketers and sure. um, I love telemarketers because they, they get a 99.9% rejection rate. Well, I'm, I, mm-hmm. I don't reject them. I actually accept them and I actually ask <laughs> them and give them time to give me, give me your spill, you know, Hey, what do you have for sale? I would like to hear about that. And I don't necessarily purchase everything that the telemarketers talk to me about. I but I care. I'm actually looking for their heart and where they're at. Mm. And so I have a lot of stories of those types of of. Uh, I'd love to hear one. Okay. Well. Uh, okay. This guy calls. Uh, his name is Robert. You know. He says, Hi, hello. My name is Robert. And uh, I, um, I, I knew it, he had a very sharp uh, accent, and I said, "Well, where are you, where are you calling from?" He said, "Well, I'm I'm in Delhi, uh, you know, that's India." Uh, and I and then I and I said, "Okay, Robert, hey, what's going on? What what do you got?" And so I, I I spent some good amount of time with him because I really care about that person on the other end of the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yeah. I don't really I'm really not interested in in. A lot of the things that um, they may be trying to sell, which is fine, you know. Uh, but I'm 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 looking for the what what's going on with them, because they're a real human being. I mean, they have flesh and blood, yeah. and God loves them and He cares about them, and and they're just doing their job. I mean, why why mm. am I why would I try to just because it, because they're interrupting my little in in making my life inconvenient, why would I be angry at that? I mean, they're just doing their job. They're just trying to make a living. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I really care about them because they they get so much 
hatred, an uh, unbelievable amount of hatred. Uh, it's just really sad because they are, they're just yeah. trying to bring money into their family. Make a living, you know? yeah, anyway, for uh, sure. With Robert, yeah, so with Robert, I got to talk to him. I said, you know what, Robert, thank you for the that. You know, at this moment, in this time, I'm really not really interested in what you have, or I don't really need what you have, um, but... I care about what's going on with Robert. You know, what's what's happening with Robert? So I got to uh, on, carry on a conversation with him. And, and through the whole thing, wow. he goes, uh, uh, so, um, and then I, I got to talk to him. I said, what's your background? He says, well, I'm Hindu. And I go, uh, and I said, well, can I explain to you um, uh, the plan of salvation? You know, and, and oh, oh, do you mind if I pray for you first? I said, can I pray for you? So he says, yeah, go for it. So I prayed with him. Mm. And at the end of the mm. prayer, goes, what? Uh, I don't. I guess I don't get where you're coming from. I says, well, can I explain mm. it to you? So I explained it to him, and in in the process, I led him to the Lord. Okay, over the phone. Oh wow! So he accepted the Lord, and um, I could I could really sense that the Spirit of God was really moving on him, big mm. time, because he was. I mean, he was almost like in tears. Could actually, wow! Yeah, I could, I could actually I could actually sense it. You know. Um, he was, you know, his, his voice started breaking things like that. You know, you could tell he was like crying and, and then, and then, and then, um, and then after I was explaining this and he says, can I, after accept the Lord, he says, can I share with you something? I said, yeah. He goes, I, I've been doing this for two years and, um, uh, I have, my quota is a hundred people a day. I have to call 100 people every day. That's my quota. That's what I have to do. That's my job and for me to get paid. Well, that's and I, so I'm doing the math. Two years. That we're talking uh, fifty-two <laughs> hundred, fifty-two hundred oh, yeah. times two is ten thousand four hundred people that he's calling into the United wow. States, right? Okay, wow. ten thousand four hundred people. He's he call he's toxing <laughs> me ten thousand four hundred calls, and he you know what he said. He said, Michael, I've been doing this for two years. Every day, you're the only person that's ever talked to me about Jesus. Wow, right? Mm. Uh, so I'm like, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, I never consider that. I've never thought about that. It's a <laughs> I great get, idea. You know, I'm a business owner as well, so I get these calls uh, 10 a day at least. And I just never thought, man, I could just take a moment and, and yeah. hear them out. I mean, that's yeah. brilliant because everyone's getting calls. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so what if I mean that's that's a brilliant idea. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. So, so I don't I don't have to go to Delhi, India to on a mission yeah. trip to to yeah. uh, right. to live, you know, because he's mm -hmm. calling me. <laughs> he's calling right. Me. Yeah. So, and, so and they love you know what, uh, these telemarketers they most of them hate their job. Because mm. it's just because it's it's brutal. I mean, they get yeah. hung up on, yeah. they get cussed at, they get they get. Mm -hmm. If you ever call me again, I'm going to send Guido over. You know that type of thing. So and and but what's sad, really sad about it, and it really saddens me is that out of ten thousand four hundred phone calls, I'm the only person that's talked to him about Jesus. Yeah, uh, there's something wrong with this. Mm. Something's not right here. Something's not right. right. Because out of those ten thousand four hundred, you got to believe that a lot of those were um, born again, love Jesus people. Mm -hmm. I know I was one of the ten thousand four hundred <laughs> for sure. Yeah. 
No, Michael, that's why Ask About My Faith exists, right? We want to encourage everyone to have those everyday faith conversations. Mm -hmm. And so we are so aligned in that. And thank you for bringing that to the listeners. Yeah. Because that's something I've never even considered (laughs) before. I'm hanging up as quick as I can. Yeah. Yeah. No, because those are real people. I don't, I don't. You know, hang up on the on the computers or the or the AIs who are yeah, calling right. you. Yeah, you can tell who they are pretty quickly. You can right. hang up on them that because they're just they're just computers. But when you when you get a real person on the line, yeah. and you know that this is a real person, yeah. and I've had I've had so many. Uh, I've had them. I've actually had them in tears. I mean, mm. after I prayed, they're in tears because wow. they've had a really tough, rough day. Sure. And one girl, one gal in in um, Las Vegas, she called me, and I said, and uh, her name is Vicky Victoria. Uh, I said, you know, Victoria, I'm really, I really did, you know, it was a it was a vacation rental thing in Las Vegas, whatever it was. But I'm not really, I'm sorry, I'm not really interested in that. But I I really care about what's going on with Vicky's life, what's happening mm. in your life. And she's mm-hmm. kind of, what do you mean? I go, well, I don't, I would just like to say a little prayer for you. I'd just like to just bless you. I want to thank you for, mm-hmm. for making the phone calls. I know you're doing your job. And she, at that moment, she just broke. She just began to cry. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what's going on? She says, well, this morning I just asked, I was just praying and asking God, um, I wanted to go back to church. Mm-hmm. And I just need a sign from him that if that's, mm-hmm. that's what you want me to do. So cool. And, those. And so, and so, yeah. um, I got to pray with her, and I got to. And she says, "I have my my life is a mess. This is the only job I can find, without going into uh, the Las Vegas um, debauchery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. that's mm-hmm. uh, actually, you know, because she's a believer. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a believer, but yeah. she just, but her, but her marriage is on the rock. She says, and my, you know, and I hate this job, mm-hmm. but it's the only thing I can find that I can make some money and without selling my body, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. So right. I, I just mm-hmm. really wow. have, have the sense that a lot of these people, this is the only job they have. And they're yeah. trying to make a living and they're being punished for it. You know, it's really mm-hmm. sad. I don't yeah. think we, yeah. I think it's a tough we job. as Christians and as believers, that, that God cares about these people. I mean, yeah, you know, for sure. Of course he does, because he died for mm-hmm. them just like he died for me, you know? So, right. So yeah. I, I, I really, your listeners, if they get anything from this podcast, please do not hang up on real mm-hmm. people, telemarketers. Please talk to them, love uh, on them, yeah. yeah, encourage them, mm-hmm. and pray for them. Right. And see it. Yeah. See it as an opportunity because Mm -hmm. they are sons and daughters of God the same way that we are. Yeah. Yeah. That's really beautiful. And Michael, I just want to commend you for inconveniencing yourself. Yep. Yep. You know, I'm just thinking how inconvenient this would be and how, how much we care about that. But that's, I mean, that's where you're showing the love of Christ. Yeah. And that's where you're giving them the time of day. And to go back to your question, you ask him, I want to know about Vicky's life. Mm -hmm. That's just a good question to ask to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hey, you know, thank you for selling me a cheeseburger. Yeah. But I want to know about Steve's life, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great question that I'm going to take going forward. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for listening to part one of our conversation with Michael. 
Be sure to subscribe so you catch part two coming next week and let us and others know what you think by leaving us a review. God bless you this week as you go out and share your faith. Thank you.